What's up, guys? Welcome to On the Fence, your favorite music podcast from the Southeast. Yo, yo. We hope you've had a great week, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Today is a great day. We've got our boy, our bass player, our engineer, producer, uh, Fletcher Robinson on the podcast. Howdy, people. What up, Fletch? Beautiful day when Fletch is in here. The the people are excited to hear from you. Are they? Are yeah. they really? Okay. Yeah, we've been wanting getting people saying they wanted to hear from Fletcher. Fletcher Rodrickson Randingo Robinson. Rodrickson. <laughs> the pressure's on thick. Yeah, man. All right, we'll start talking. This is you. <laughs> this is you. Man, last night was a good night. So good. We yes. played at uh we had Harley in the morning. Harley Davis from twelve to three, and then we played at Moe's in Birmingham. Well, the three of us. You get one. Pretty sick. That was pretty fun. It was a good show. Is that their slogan? Life begins when you get one, right? Or is that is that a dope brand? <laughs> I, I have no clue. I, I hope that's Harley. <laughs> I really oh, hope Harley. I thought you were talking about Moe's. Yeah, are you marketing for some other <laughs> some motorcycle other <laughs> Damn. I hope not, because it's really bad if it is. No, I'm pretty sure the Harley one is just ride hard. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's, that's easily. That's got to be what it is. Um. But no, nah, it was a good good weekend, good show in Birmingham. Man, lots of people. I thought the two shows. I thought two shows was going to be a lot uh, harder on me than it was. Yeah, how are you feeling this morning? Your your voice and everything. It feels no different than like after a rain weekend. Okay. Yeah. And honestly, but like, what was crazy was I was thinking that when we got to Mo's, like, to start singing or whatever for me, that it was going to be you know like I was going to be able to feel it hard yeah. that like I had sung earlier in the day but it really didn't feel like it when when we got there and started playing like the first set or whatever it felt like we, it was just a regular mo's night yeah. and you know i so had the whole day so you sang for like a total of like six hours yesterday right yeah yeah okay. uh almost more seven. than that if you include the car ride yeah yeah <laughs> that was singing definitely. along to limp biscuit yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those days yeah yeah we, we've been on a limp biscuit or as i like to call it a limp biz kick uh, Biz quick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the boys. We've been uh, we've been loving some Limp Biscuit lately. For West some Borland. reason, uh, that was the theme of yesterday. We just kept saying the same thing over Still and over. Fred Durst quotes: um, "Chocolate starfish." The sleep deprivation really adds to the intensity of the Nothing music. Nothing like a, a long I sixty five South Drive at four in the morning. <laughs> Or it was it, we 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 was earlier last night. Yeah, yeah. slightly. Yeah, two thirty, three. <laughs> yep, but it was fun. We uh, ended up selling merch. If you bought merch, we thank you, you very much. Thank you. That helped support us tremendously, and we appreciate that. That was nice. Um, but today it's all about Fletcher. Oh, all about Fletcher. <laughs> it's all about our boy, and uh, we're so excited. The people want to hear from you, dude. They do. They want to hear from your I'm little here. beans. They're tired of deliver. tired of us. <laughs> yeah, you guys delivery. are getting kind of like oh, it's, <laughs> it's old, old news. news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just keep saying the same shit over and over again. Um, so 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 start. Yeah, like I'm, did, I'm I mean, blind on this. You'll have like questions for me. And but I, you well, I, well you 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 I heard no clue what's going you on. you and the people have heard the first episode. We did a little bit of a backstory. So what's what was your what was your start, man? We talked about us. You know, I've I've been playing guitar ever since I could hold one. Then I got into marching band and stuff in school. Jake. Jake kind of followed followed the same path. He's been yeah. surrounded by music, got into some marching band, concert band stuff in, in school. What about you? Yeah, uh, mine was, I mean, pretty straightforward. Like, uh, my dad played music, and I right. uh, got my first guitar when I was, like, 12, I think. Didn't really pick it up. What was it? It was a uh, little Squire, little Fender Squire Stratocaster. Dude, look, like, what color? What color? Uh, black with a white. Dude, plate. Nice. that was my first electric guitar. It, it was too. one of the little like bundle kits where you get like the little tiny uh, okay. 10 watt okay. amp. I didn't get the. Everything. I didn't get that. I just had like the. the it was like the three four size Squire mm. guitar. You know. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. I still got it. It's the one I tricked out. I put like the Seymour Duncan's and everything. Oh, in the oh studio. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, th- I threw mine on the ground. <laughs> like I wanted to do the <laughs> smash guitar thing. Yeah, if there's one guitar you can get away with that. Yeah, dude. It's, it's it one. was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, didn't uh, didn't really pick it up for like a year or two, and like middle school, I started getting into like Three Days Grace, Lincoln Park, that kind of. What those good? Well, <laughs> I don't like to admit that, but yeah, uh, I started wanting to like learn those riffs, and 
I discovered drop D tuning, and that kind of like sparked my interest because yeah, it made does. playing guitar easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chuck got to use one finger. Yeah, Chuck <laughs> and uh, I don't know, just kind of like went from there. Uh, my taste in music kind of evolved over the years, and played mostly metal. Like I was originally a metal guitarist, and I don't know, just like. You're a big prog fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big prog fan. But there's like no metal bands around here. Yeah. That are really worth joining. Or yeah. Like, yeah. do you at remember at least at the time? Do you remember what your first song was that you were like, I have to learn that on my guitar? Uh, Never too late. Three days grace. <laughs> Dude, nice. nice. And I could not, for the life of me, figure out how they did it before <laughs> I learned about Drop D. And I was, it was just, <laughs> just the just most infuriating there. thing. Standard tuning. <gasps> I don't get it. <laughs> No way. Yeah. yeah, dude. Well, that's dope. Yeah. That's cool. I had a, uh, we never talked about this, but I had a red Ibanez. It was a red with a white pit guard, but I had the Frontman 15G from Fender, the little. Dude, that was yep, little that was one of my first names, too. Yeah. That thing sucked. <laughs> dude. <laughs> but I learned Sweet Child of Mine on it, so. That's one thing that I was never your learned. That was one of the first That was my first song, yeah. That's, that's pretty advanced. <laughs> that's like, pretty advanced. Like, I still don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> First thing I learned on the guitar was like a wrong G chord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was the first like uh, my dad when I got my guitar, he told me about Ultimate Guitar Tabs because he had done a little research yeah. for me, and he was like, "I found this website that you can go on," and I just went on there, and one of the first one was Sweet Child of Mine. He so played drums. Like, Works. Right? Your dad? He was. Uh, he only started playing drums after I like, started playing oh, guitar. Okay. Okay. Uh, it That's was cool. like a bonding but he's always loved music (laughs) big music guy yeah Yeah, he's always been into rock and all that stuff but um man so you started playing guitar first when did you start getting into uh studio stuff um it was shortly after i moved to uh detroit for college uh i was i didn't have a lot of friends yeah Uh, I'm, i'm pretty introverted so it I didn't go out to bars and like meet people and stuff. So I just kind of sat in my apartment and uh, figured I'd make some good use of my time. And uh, I was at the time I was in like a little pop punk project. What was that called? Was uh, Left Untold. Okay, that's actually it's a cool name. I can see that on a <laughs> festival line. Are <laughs> you on, are you guys at when you were young or when we were young? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're headlining. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a little pop punk project out of Andalusia and. Uh, we were wanting to make an EP, and I don't know. I just kind of took the initiative to start learning about production. And you play guitar in this? I was I was actually the drummer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but okay, so when did when did you when did you start playing drums? Uh, in your as soon as I heard some like, I can't remember what song it was by a day to remember. Right, and I was and like, dude, <laughs> your dad played <laughs> drums. Yes, he lot, he, right? he was he's been a drummer for I don't want to get this wrong, but like. 80,000 years? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's, been play, he's been playing for a while. He used to play in some like rock groups and stuff back in the like 80s, 90s, I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so you had a kit sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and listening to rock and metal. Exactly. Nothing makes like, you I mean, beat the shit out of something. Yeah. <laughs> you, if, if, you, if you're a kid and you've got a drum set available and you listen to that type of stuff, yeah, like that, that's, the, that's the only inspiration you yeah. need to yeah. like, start playing. But um, so you played drums and left untold. Yes, uh, but the funny thing is, we never got. We never got to the point where we could play like a full band show. Mm. So I was the drummer, but I actually never played drums with them. Like <laughs> I only pl- we we did like little acoustic sets, and I played the cajon. Yeah, like, which is a little like thing, wooden box yeah. that you just beat on. And <laughs> that was your job. That was my yeah. job. I was just the cajon. You were player. the cajoner. Yeah, because we just never <laughs> got on. to a place where we could play like a like a full kit. Yeah, and yeah. it kind of fell apart before we evolved past that. So right. yeah, but that was that was your that was your that, well, that's that was cool my, though. That was my first like gigging experience. So so how how old were you when that was going on? Uh, like eighteen, nineteen. Okay, I was in like junior college. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And uh, yeah, I. Graduated from there, went to Troy for uh, Big Boy College. Mm-hmm. and Which you majored in? Uh, business. business. Business management and was minoring in music industry. Yeah. Uh, Which is how me and you met. Yep, yep, yep. In uh, the old music tech with uh, Mr. 
Ward. What's his first name? Eric. Eric. Eric Ward. Eric shout, Ward. shout outs. Shouts out to that guy. He was probably one of the coolest guys I knew at school. Coolest he teachers. Really cool. uh, you know. He's, a, he's like an incredible percussionist, too. Yeah. He's like a great he, jazz musician, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool guy. But that's how we met. We were hanging in uh, music tech. Yeah. Chilling, uh, making these MIDI projects. And <laughs> we were like, man, this shit's dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah. Me, <laughs> me and Jake, you could tell like me and Jake had already kind of had a background in yeah. production like we we had already just learned a lot of stuff in our own time and i'm sure it was easy to, to the class like, was very behind yeah, recognize that about each other too yes yeah. shortly thereafter oh we, like, we immediately like, anytime there was some dumb shit said like me and fletcher would look at each other and be like, like nope <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> me, me and jake immediately yeah. picked each other out of the crowd we were like yeah. yeah we're way above like this this intro class level but yeah. we had to take it did we right. sit like a sequence uh next to each other or, or directly across. across from each other across. yeah so we would we would peer from behind the imac and <laughs> <laughs> the computer is like what is dude talking about yeah um did um, you just hear that <laughs> so the, it was a fun class it was very simple but uh having mr ward and and uh you in there made it fun who else is in that class that was really cool we had another kid that was really cool with us i thought that we talked to he sat next to me, I thought. Uh, there was Aaron's son. Aaron was cool. He was pretty chill. I like him. Awesome ukulele player. Great voice. Y'all yeah. look him up. He's on, like, TikTok and everything. I believe it's ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was Hawaiian. Oh, that's true. I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, right? yes. I, 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 sure. Dude, I don't want to get... Right, okay. <laughs> 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 we'll move off <laughs> <that>. I don't <laughs> want to assume people's <laughs> ethnicities. Oh, man. But, yeah, so you... Uh, <laughs> that's how we met. Um, and we had a few more recording classes together yeah studio classes and yeah like so i said it, it was a sequence of classes that you had to take and uh i mean obviously like the more classes you take the more you learn but we were also doing stuff in our own time and we were kind of like advancing faster than the classes were yeah. and you could tell like nobody else was quite as passionate about it as we were because everybody else was still kind of like behind in those classes yeah. Yeah. Not like talking bad about anybody, but like you could tell, like me and you, yeah, definitely had a. Uh, that's we why. That's why you like go to college, right? You an go above to average interest in it. We were like pursuing it outside of class yeah. because we enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, it was passion first, not. Well, see, that's second. what I think a lot of people go wrong with with college, though, is they think, oh, I kind of want to do this, yeah. so I'll go get a major in it. Right. But the thing is, is like you've got to have the passion first before you. Even you, you you've almost got to already be doing it, specifically yeah. with something like music industry, yeah. or or just uh, d d d I mean, like production, like yeah, what y'all yeah. were in and stuff like that. I mean, like that. It's so there's so much and it's so tedious that it's like a, it's a deep field. Without like. that, without that passion behind it, you're just gonna burn out. Yeah, yeah, and get tired of it. Yeah, for sure. So me and Fletcher have been known each other for uh, how many years like now? Three to four. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be like it, five, bro. It, I've known Coda for two. Yeah, it's somewhere around four. No, three. Uh, it's almost four. Almost four? Wow. Then, yeah, we've known each other for longer Dang, than that. That's crazy. That um, crazy. But I'm curious of what y'all remember about meeting each other. Yeah, because simultaneously, were you still in a class with him when you and I started hanging out? I don't think we had a class that semester together. So that was after y'all. But you still remember. knew me. Cause yeah. However, so, however, around that time, around the time when y'all were in class together and getting to know each other, I I was getting to Troy. Mm -hmm. I was coming into Troy, and I was, you know, and we talked about that earlier. I was in Populous, and that's where I met Jake. And then um, I'd seen Fletcher around because, I mean, like, if you're any have anything to do with the industry, yeah. or the music industry major, or uh, or uh, yeah. Even though it was your minor, you're in these specific buildings right. all the time. Yeah. So you, you see you each other. You start seeing familiar faces. Yeah, so I saw you and then um, started hanging out with Jake. And then we were we were living together at 1015, I believe. We had just moved in together. Yeah. And Jake, you. I ended up getting that gig. Yeah, yeah, you're a, ph you're a photographer and a videographer. Um, so, so I'll go ahead and uh, I guess talk about this. So we. I got this gig uh, doing photography through Fletcher for a band he was in at the time, mm -hmm. which was called the Ryan Waters Band. And then we ended up hanging out that night. Things were real cool. I came along. And, uh, I came along on, on the shoot. came along on the shoot, and we just had a good time and ended up jamming at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
they were getting that's ready. That's when y'all met, right? Yeah, well, that's I I don't know if that's when we met per se, but that was like outside of school. Yeah. It, together talking, you know, I guess, and yeah, it was definitely one of our first like interactions. Actual hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and the band at that time was getting ready to to get rid of their guitar player, yeah. and so uh, it just wasn't you know working. <laughs> band, yeah, you stepped in and, and started uh, playing guitar for them, and that's that's how we all started playing. All music, three yeah. of us were in the Ryan Waters. Shortly band after that, you started yeah. playing drums for for Ryan exactly. Waters band, and then that's where we started. Bonding. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we started, like, developing our own chemistry yeah. among I, us three, even within that band. I used to ride so. with you to practice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that was our first times together alone. That's true. Yeah, we, we, we've we bonded a whole lot more since we started Fence, but I think we bonded a lot in that time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a different was situation, gigs, but... You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, at least for us, that was, like... Not our first gigs, but it was our first like consistent. It was my first time gigging paid. with a band. Yeah. yeah, a band that was in full swing. Right, um, like every weekend mm-hmm. on the road with original yeah. music. Yeah, incorporated. So we've been with you to a couple places, and have yeah, man, we spent played a good bit of time with you. We played yeah. a good bit of shows. I mean, because yeah. how we were in that for uh, together. You were in it yeah, for longer. I, than I was we in were. it for like two years before we kind of split. But right. Yeah. So so I so we were probably in it for. A year, a year, yeah. a little over yeah. a year, and then and then, uh, uh, and then we decided to pursue fence, and, and uh, it's crazy that after all that time we're still sitting here. here You're sitting on my bed. Yep. Coda's <laughs> mm. on the couch. We're just chilling, <laughs> big chilling. But so so that's that's cool because when we started when we started with that, that's when I realized, or I know I realized that I was like, oh, Fletcher does studio stuff. Oh snap! Yep. And so when did yeah so when did you start? I mean, you were taking those classes with Jake and stuff like that. But you, like you said, you had, you had been into that stuff long before that. When did you start doing the production engineering thing uh, and building, build, like building your studio per se? Uh, kind of goes back to what I was talking about. Like whenever I first moved to Troy and like I was just kind of isolated in my apartment mm-hmm. for long periods of time, and I was like, I'm just gonna make use of my time and start learning about this stuff. Like heavy. Like I right. I'd already kind of had like a, a slight background in it, but I wanted to like actually start building my gear collection and right. like building a little studio in my my crappy apartment. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> that's one of those things that we were just talking about like going to school for that thing. You outside of school were chasing it yes. harder. Yes. Then and that's what it that's what I feel like it takes. Yeah. I feel like that's for something sure. we were all doing. Exactly. I w- I that's was why always. we cling to each other. I yeah. was I mean obviously like as every beginning producer does i was making beats yeah. <laughs> just, just learning how to program uh, midi drums fat beats <laughs> the fattest. uh yeah just messing around with that kind of stuff and at the time i was also really into like progressive metal so i was trying to i was trying to get really good at programming drums so right. that i could program these like crazy metal drums to these riffs and stuff i was writing mm-hmm. and uh wrote a couple of them here and there and uh that's actually how me, one of the, yeah. me and you, like, one of our first interactions was I got you to track guitar on one of my instrumental cool. metal projects. Archetype. And uh turned out really sick. Yeah, Didn't it was we, uh, on a telly. Did we do that? Um, <laughs> it was in your apartment. You sent the stems or something, and then we tracked uh, in the apart- in my apartment? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. There's I a video that. of that somewhere. Yeah, that solo was sick, too. It yeah, was. dude, it, it was, was so nasty. funny because I just, so just bought had help buying my first uh really nice guitar well i mean i've had i've had nice guitars obviously my dad played and 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 had guitars all grown up he owned a pawn shop so we got cool stuff in all the time but like my first real super duper nice guitar and it was a 2018 uh nam custom telecaster which you still play. Uh, which I still play. I tracked all of astrophysiology on that, except for, or, well, and then the, the your RG was on yeah, uh, uh, in my head. But, um, and By so the Fletcher, way, there's an RG on the record. Yeah, there is an RG <laughs> with, cool. with bare knuckles in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can hear it <laughs> if you listen closely. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so Fletcher, Fletcher hit me up. That was still at the be- towards the beginning of our, of, of our relationship. And he was like, man, I'd love for you to, we we were in the we were in the band together, so you'd heard me play, yeah. and and uh, you were like, man, I'd love for you to hop on this track, and so I listened to it, and I was like, 
Yeah, I mean, I can try. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd never played on anything like that before. Yeah, I remember you saying, like, it was so weird for you not, uh, like, breaking out of your, your comfort zone. Like, yeah, getting man. out of the pentatonic box. Exactly, yeah. Just yeah. doing something that wasn't pentatonic at right. all. Like it, I, don't, that, that I don't even was, know what, awesome. that, what it was, because I don't know any, like, theory. It, it, I mean, like it, was major, it was mainly just major scale. Like, it was... It was adding the extra notes in they're taken out of the pentatonic yeah, <laughs> and you just add all the extra notes in the scale into it and then you know then just a little bit of tastefulness i guess yeah, <laughs> i, I yeah. try it is well that's the hard part i mean with with it's because it's technical you got to be technical with those kind right. of those kind of parts but uh it's on youtube if anybody wants to go yeah it's uh called archetype just fletcher robinson fletcher robinson yeah archetype. it's under under your name can't yeah. miss it yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's, and that was that was a lot of fun. But it was cool to hear. I mean, it was a it's a Telecaster on a <laughs> prog metal instrumental. You killed it though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is pretty cool. Absolutely which is it. actually more common than you would think. It yeah. is. Maybe not with those pickups, but yes. <laughs> I know a lot of the metalcore guys that were using Tellys back in my time of knowing that music. Dude, Tellys, Strats, Jazzmasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. Where were we? At? Where were we at? That was a uh, that was so that that would that would have been I think that was still pre fence that was still in the era of oh yeah, the first band that we that were in the game and then before fence. Uh, but but you know Jake and I had been had always been talking about that you know the fence project even before then so once everything yeah. else kind of subsided and then it was like well I remember y'all created the Instagram account for fence like yeah. way back and I followed it and I I had no clue what it was yeah it was just like a concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. We, I mean, that's really uh, we made, we came up with the name and like made fence when I was still in my apartment in Troy. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's like, that was long before Ryan Waters band and yeah. before anything else had happened. We just, right. I don't know, had that idea. Well, um, I mean like we were just spending so much time together and playing music and stuff like that. It was like, dude, let's, <laughs> we vibed. So yeah. like, let's make a project, dude. Like as, as one would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we figured out that uh, when we were going to actually pursue it, that we needed to keep our bass player, <laughs> obviously, because uh, that's kind of important. I Holding guess. down the line. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Fletcher's one of our favorite people. Aw, if not the favorite. Aw, he's the favorite. He's guys. <laughs> yeah, he's our favorite person <laughs> in the band. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um. But yeah, man. So you got started recording and doing all that stuff on your own, and and I think that's so we started we started playing fence stuff and gigs and whatnot. But from the beginning, we already had the we had the uh, ideas to we're gonna we're gonna track something, we're gonna do original music. We right. I mean like that's that's our. I feel like all three of us all shared the dream of wanting to record your own music, yes. put it out there, and so. Yeah. We had, you know, gotten a taste of that, I guess, in the bands we had been in before. But it was never, at least for me, I know it was never really. What and not and not, not saying yeah. like you know the the you know some of the songs on the record I wrote. It's not like that, but it's like it's the the. Uh, it's not even that. It's just just for all of us to have a say and to have our own ideas thrown yeah. into it that come out. Right. It, obviously, it, every every person every right. person in the band felt like the song was like right. theirs. It wasn't one person being like, "All right, here's your part." Yeah. No, yeah. it was like let's everybody contributed. Yeah. Right. That was really cool to take songs that you know that I uh, that I had from years ago, and then y'all to come in and make them everything that they are. Yeah, help bring them to life. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Because all uh, that's 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 you know one of the things about the record is pretty much even even. Jake's song in my head, you know, was they're all yeah. Have, have y'all announced that like Jake wrote that song? Yeah, yeah, that's new. Okay. Yeah, um, <coughs> all those songs started on an acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah, way slower than they actually are. <laughs> I think in my head was the only one that was not started because like you that. wrote that because I wrote it at with the, the delay with the delay yeah with that delay part um and yeah. started building but that. still just you and a guitar yeah uh, and and but you know and then you started doing the demo and throwing in some yeah. ideas and stuff but yeah like. Which is, which is cool because I guess it, most people, and and this is literally the method that we would like to use, <laughs> but you know most people get together in a room and rock bands and they hash out and jam out and stuff like that, and so I think it's interesting that that's probably a method that we will use in the future, yeah, yeah. And, and because that's you know we get our best work when we're jamming, but True, yeah. for our first record to be songs that were already there beforehand, yeah, which is cool, it's pretty cool. 
but that's you know and that's we we started to do that and then you know when we saw Fletcher's engineering capabilities <laughs> we were like oh yeah what are we doing because we, we we tampered with some of that in Ron Waters band tracking right with you and it just never never got used so we were like look at this beautiful asset <laughs> oh it got used <laughs> oh <laughs> um, but anyway so uh, you're rolling the record that's what I want to talk about now and I want to ask you you know what where your headspace was going into the record because it was your first time recording a full record correct uh, at least a full rock original yes, like yes, kind of sure. thing I know you had done a couple little yeah. stuff before but this was like our big. This this was by deal. far like the most in depth one. It it definitely felt uh, more. I felt more pressure because yeah. like I respect you guys and I wanted to like deliver like the most solid yeah product. That well, I I'm sure you do. you yourself had a passion for it. Yes. Yeah, you know it, that was like well that and the just the kind of people me and Coda are. I know that if it sucked, we'd tell you. You wouldn't have to tell me because I'd be like, yeah, I know this sucks. Right. Like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna deliver something. Well, that's that something we've I'm always 100 happy with. Yeah, right. we've always like agreed on those calls, even yeah. even if it's listening to other music. Right. We all yeah. kind of have the same idea on like, oh, I don't know if I would have done that. <laughs> or, or you know, vice versa. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a weird headspace that I was in for a long time because it was, I was being super critical because I was trying to put myself in y'all's shoes. Like, what would y'all think if I delivered this mix to you right yeah. now? And uh, if I wasn't happy shoes. with it, then I was like, okay, what can I go back in and tweak a little bit to make it sound a little bit more polished? Yeah. And um, you how did was a fantastic job. Yeah. Thank how was you. was it? Do you think any of maybe that pressure and and I mean, I know we all were stressed about mm. stuff, but like you know, came from the method that we used, like to 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 move your studio essentially to a new place. Honestly, that wasn't too bad. It was a little stressful beforehand moving right. sure uh, my, my, my entire studio into a, a cabin. Right. Um, Have you ever done anything like that before? New. Yeah. So. No. It, it it broke my heart. First like, for all having to un. Unplug all your routing, all the, all, all <laughs> the cables, and having to reroute everything after yeah. that week. It was yeah. it it was a mental hurdle. Yeah. But I don't think that really affected any of the the actual stress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was more of just like it was a, like a uh, fun thing. Yeah, it, it was really, f it was a lot to have to take apart your whole studio. But it was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah, you could you see you, you you knew the image in your head because it, it, like, it, it felt like I was working on like a like a big budget project. Yeah, like right. if if this band like rented out a cabin, like oh, I get to bring my studio yeah. and record. Like it's a, it was a very cool. I think experience. I think it being like that though is the reason that we got the product that we did. Absolutely, because we did treat it like it was a big, Absolutely. you know, production, and we cared a lot about it, and we acted like we had a lot of money invested yes. into it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, and we did. Yeah, look for at sure. the gear. I mean, we obviously, we've got tons of gear that we've paid a lot of money for. Spent a lot and, of time uh, acquiring. Yeah, man. Yeah, we've worked hard on that. But, but I mean, it, it would have been stupid for us not to utilize that. I mean, it was it, it doesn't take in, you know genius to look at the, the shit we did have and be like, why don't we use yeah. all of this yeah. to yeah. put yeah. something just together? a wasted opportunity? If you yeah, don't. exactly. Yeah. So it was like I mean we and we yeah we like transformed all of our gear together. Yeah. Between the Apollo stuff, we used we used the Apollo on the desk, the Adams monitors, and then. Pretty much everything else was yours. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I mean that was that was a really cool experience because I mean that's what you hear like, even if it's not about going like you know, going to some isolated location, but you know bands they they load into the studio and they spend right. all that time together harnessing the power uh, <laughs> uh, and 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 just just putting out a, a great product. And so that's what I I knew I was so eager to do that. I had never had the opportunity to do that to a full extent, right? It's all, it was always like, you know, okay, well, I'm just here to fill a specific role and I do that and I'm done right. in any recording thing I had been in before. This time it was like blank canvas. We all had a paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. You know? And For sure. So what were you listening to before going into the studio? Uh, what music was like your mood board for our record? I mean, big shock to you guys, but a lot of Bill Murray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, just obsessed with the production value on that guy's projects. Like it's, yeah. it's just so clean. It's so crisp. Which, if you don't know, uh, Bill Murray is a band by a guy named uh, Johnny Frank, who 
used to do screams in Attack Attack. Yes. Um, which is a big, like... Uh, Early 2000s scene metal band. Scene metal band, yeah. They got the synthesizer, and he goes, Wah! Yeah. You know. They started to do that <laughs> that that blend of, yeah. of genres, kind of. Uh, Crabcore. Yeah. That's yes. all you need to know. You've seen go. Crabcore they, they before. <laughs> yeah. You've seen the video. Uh, Caleb Shomo, who's in the band Beartooth, um, was also in that band. He played synth. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people in that band like spread out and started yeah. doing different things. But uh, Johnny Frank's project, Bill Murray, is, has been like a pretty big inspiration for all of us. It's, it's a really cool blend of genres. Don't and uh, the production value on it is just so like pristine and polished and like uh, a great mix of prog and pop yes and uh i know that's not exactly the the vibe we had like going into our project but i wanted to incorporate some of those elements into it and it ended up like being more heavily influenced by it than i thought yeah it would be but well it was (laughs) <laughs> because we did also work with the guy that <laughs> has worked with Bill Murray yeah, on his yeah, stuff really. too. Uh, yeah. Shout if out you don't know to yeah. Will Carlson. Will the boy. he is the uh, producer for Bill Murray? Never stuff. met the guy. Uh, <laughs> super super cool. I've talked to him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're the only one that has had contact, had contact with him. him. Yeah, and, he uh, he's an awesome guy. Even better producer. Like mm. he he's just an absolute genius. Uh, G unit. Yeah, we we reached out to him on a couple of songs on the record and just like asked, asked for a little bit of help with the vocals and some ear candy. Like, what what would you call that? Like polish. Yeah, polish. Yeah, some, polished like, it up a good bit. So, some weird, bit, some weird like ambient foliage yeah, sounds. Like production yeah. calls. Yeah, yeah. ear and, candy uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, just stuff that makes you go like, what was that? And, right. Uh, yeah. He he absolutely nailed it. Stuff that we didn't have. Right. Yeah. Or didn't know how yeah, to how to yeah, truly do it right. Yeah, especially like me li- listening to those songs while mixing them for so long. Like, I mean, I spent like a good three to four months mixing the album, and when yeah, you man. hear songs that many times, you start to lose the ability to come up with anything new to mm-hmm. put in them because you you've heard them so many times that like that's the way the song is. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't imagine another instrument or another thing being right. in there, mm-hmm. and uh, him hearing them for the first time and just being like, "Here you go." After like two days of working on it, it it, it was perfect. I was like, that's exactly what it needed. What would you say? So where does the astrophysiology record fall in out of all the projects you've worked on and amount of time you spent on the record? Uh, It's probably like second or third, but not because. uh, Of dedicated. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like like, uh, some of the other projects I've worked on have been like kind of dragged out because of the artist wanting to like retrack vocals right. or just schedules not lining right. up and it dragged out to be like a year long. Right. Uh, right. But right, like right. this one was probably the most like consistently, like I put so many hours into it per day. Exactly. As for having all of the tracks laid out and done. Yeah. Then everything else being post work. Right. You know, like that. Yeah. It, it was, it was the most intensive yeah. project I've done, but I put a lot of that on myself because right. I did want it to be, like I said, like well, the yours. best I could possibly. Yeah, it was, it was yours is more than right. anything else you were working on. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the Bill Murray stuff was a big influence. Anything else? Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> we know that was a big influence for you. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, you can hear the Limp, the, the limp Biscuit influence in Coda's writing style. It's, uh, it's lonely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Specifically in Muse. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anything else? I know, I know that uh, at the time for me, uh, the Neck Deep record was big. Mm. The new one, uh, All Distortions Are Intentional. Yep. That, that, uh, was a, that was a cool album. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of – I don't know that I really listen to a ton of music before I go into, a, like, a recording project. Mm. I just kind of do what sounds good. Yeah. And if it works, ears. it works. Like, I, 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 ha- I obviously have, like, some mixing – or some some mixing engineers that I look up to and I respect their style, but I don't listen to a ton of, I guess you would call it reference tracks yeah. before going into a project. It mm. just I don't feel like it works for me. Yeah, I got you. the The only thing I might do is to like listen to it just to hear like what instruments might go where, mm-hmm. in 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 the context of a mix. Yeah. But a lot of the times I kind of treat each project as its own unique thing. And it's yeah. Like, I don't want it to sound exactly like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I know for me I was I was listening to a lot of Ariel Posen. Yeah, not not the Headway record, but the one 
before that. I, th- I believe it was his debut record. Mm. That I was. Uh, I know that that uh, fade. That song. Yeah. Just the mix overall, and just the way that uh, his mixes that. are crazy. They're so yeah. dead. Yeah. They're so incredible. Well, I, dead. I actually, I had, I got to do a, a, a Skype lesson with him, and I talked to him, and he said, "No reverb." Yeah. yeah. Uh, on vo- on vocals specifically, I know. Like mm-hmm. completely dry. Can you explain who Ariel Posen is? Uh, I might not know. An anomaly. No, uh, <laughs> no he, uh, he is uh, he's a guitar player that, I, you know, to be honest, I don't want to say anything because I'm not too sure where he got a start or how long ago it was. But I know within the past three years, he's really exploded. And for his, his thing is, I mean, he plays, hopefully I get this right, standard length, scale length guitars that are fat strings tuned down low, like baritone style, yeah, and open tunings. And, and they're, the, they're like these... Uh, like like resonator kind of guitars with these foil pickups in them that give this like crazy. I mean, he plays he plays he plays Sirs and uh, Gibsons and all that stuff too. But like like his guitars, you know, and and he plays in the two rocks with fuzz and reverb and three amps and parallel. Just you know, or absolutely all, all crazy lined up. Yeah, yeah. It, insane. And and I mean, you. It's one of those tones that like when maybe even more than some of the other best guitar players in the world. Like you. No, it's him right. when you hear that. And, it, and he's got a great voice, too. He's got a really cool signature sound. But yeah. his, his, going back to his mixes, it's crazy Like how he can make something sound so good with so little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like There's no like room noise on the drums. It's just like... It's true, it's true tastefulness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but he, he was a bit... I know for me, it, uh, just and, and it really had nothing more to do with the fact that I just cycle through people. Like, I go on... like I mean, I, and we all kinda, I feel like we all kind of do this to an extent. I mean, I just like... I'll be really into this guy for a certain period of time and then yeah. I'd move on or whatever and come back and it just so happened that Ariel Posen I remember was was big on that when we went up there as well as Pine Grove and being being the being the ideology for going to the cabin which is funny because yeah. we don't really sound like a Pine Grove record <laughs> yeah but it, it was more the mentality it was. rather than yeah. like our record is going to sound the headspace yeah, yeah the purity because we, we still wanted to sound like ourselves we didn't want to sound like anybody else yeah exactly so. And I think we, I think we succeeded in that. I've, at least I've yet to hear another band that sounds like yeah. us. Right, I'm for not sure. Saying like, ooh, look at us. But I'm just saying yeah. like, it, we're. J- I, I've been it's having different. a hard time trying to find something that is like, oh, that sounds exactly like us. Like ah, this yeah. band is exactly what it, we're we, going we, for. We we have a lot of different influences, and it, yeah. it all comes together and just somehow works. Yeah, yeah which I don't I, know how exactly because I, I have to <laughs> say I agree with that, and I'm, I, I, I'm I love that. I'm glad it's like that because I, <laughs> I was I wasn't trying we weren't trying <laughs> to achieve that although yeah. that's that's a great outcome to have for sure um, and 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 that's I think what the, the confidence for me I know a lot of my confidence comes from that just just being able to hear that stuff and be like wow you know like this what, what what we got out of it was original and that makes me want to write more and and, and yeah. record more you know mm-hmm. um, yeah that's. So that was the yeah, that's the record. Uh, how long did it take you to mix that? Uh, like I said, I believe about four months. Four months yeah, that we were start to working on it, and it was back and forth, and and working with Will too, yeah, and sending stuff off sure. to him. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't adjusting. like four straight months, just every day. That's like, like mixing and mastering, yeah, and mixing, the whole mastering, whole like retracking a couple of things. There were some guitar parts that we like punched in after the fact. Yeah, on Love Game, I know, I know we we yeah we did a we did a heavier middle track on on love games guitar yeah. wise and I, I believe we retracked caught in the rough vocals right yes yeah. yeah so by the time we got all that stuff done it was it which was is crazy yeah. for for five ish it was four or five days we were in the cabin five five days we got everything done except for two things and 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 the yeah. love games guitar track was an afterthought that wasn't right. that was just it was we just because we 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 thought the mix could use a little bit of beef yeah yeah uh, caught in the rough vocals were really the only thing that we didn't. Which, if you listen to them, it and, makes sense. And as tambourine to why. and tambo. I tracked all the tambourine on the record, guys. <laughs> so. Oh, are you talking about that one that's out of time in the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's hilarious. Uh, to explain the joke, we were practicing the other day and trying to use the tracks, and 
we were using the click and stuff. And yeah, for some reason, the, I guess the tambos. Are <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the shaker in love yeah. games. Like, it really mm. explains the sloshy feel that we got. Well, it just adds to the loop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but in in the second verse, the shaker in love games is out of time. Yeah. Well, like if you if you mute everything and just turn on the metronome, waka waka waka. It's way out. Waka, waka. I think that shows though that. No matter how hard you work on it, oh yeah, there's it, always even if you stuff. think it's perfect, there's gonna be something in there that's yep. just a little, little wacky. Yeah, I still headbang in the second but, verse. Yeah. I can't but tell. But that's <laughs> what makes an original record original. Yeah. is because those mistakes are in there, you know. And that was also DIY. Yeah, like I mean, we're just yeah. three guys. Like yeah. there, there's gonna be some some slip ups in the process. But I mean, yeah. the fact that we got something as cool as we did for, for our first, first try, yeah, first try, five days too. Like, yeah. and, and and you know that was that was a funny part because like we. One of the things I remember being a big forefront for us is we don't want to rush the product because we knew from previous things that that never ends well. Right. And we weren't necessarily rushing, but we were like, man, I really want to get all these tracks done in these five days. Well, I mean, we were just, we were like anxious. We were like, we were like, we got this time, let's use it. Granted, we really did, let's talk about, let's talk about if we can remember, I know it's a little fuzzy for me, the, the, the uh, order in which we did things. Over, over that, over that, those five days. Uh, just the big things, you know. We're not going to remember everything, but I know we did drums first, right? We, yes. Or, or scratch tracks rather. Yeah, we we, we tracked scratch tracks, just you, uh, vocals and acoustic. So that's when didn't tempos. we have some of those going in? Yeah, we had. A few yeah, we had a couple. We heard, or, yeah. But so, so tempos were solidified from the start, and right. then it was essentially up to you, day one, to track. And that's 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 one of the things that I, I feel like a lot of people don't think about. That is hard to track drums first and get the energy needed. Out of them when you're when also without practicing. Yeah, when, <laughs> yes. when you're yeah just playing to an acoustic and a vocal, and right. you've got to like just beat the hell out of these drums so, to yeah. so to get the energy yeah. of a full mix rock song. So Jake was really responsible for the dynamics, dynamic swells, and everything over the whole record before anything was really there. You right. had to you had to hear you had to make up what you didn't know was going to be there right, in your right. head to kind of yeah. feel, and then we just kind of followed along and we played to that. Yeah. yeah. Granted, Jake and I and, and all of it, we had all jammed these songs beforehand, so we all kind of, or at least we knew what we all wanted, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and an interesting take, uh, you know, you guys know this that I didn't use any double kick on the record, yeah. which is a decision because purpose. that would be something that I would normally do <laughs> because it was a rock record. But going into it, yeah, I decided to use just the single kick because it let us be tighter from the get-go. So right. I think, I honestly think that leaving the single kick uh, from the beginning was a, like, I, I think it helped speed that up. I think it was a Because we, idea. dude, Love Games, how many takes did that take to get drums? I can't even remember. There, there were very few where we had to do more than, like, two or three takes. Yeah. It was, it was, we some got, we got the drums tracked. Yeah, we got the drums tracked in one day, I believe. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I think we yeah, we handled it. I mean, like uh, with with time to uh, play video games. Yeah, t- time <laughs> to watch SpongeBob yep. on DVD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seasons one through four, baby. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, so so drums and then uh, guitar day two. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember if it was guitar or bass first. I mean, well, I'm pretty sure you did bass, you did kind bass of intermittently. Okay, that's yeah, right. or yeah, towards yeah, the end. Between. Yeah, because I remember we did the. Drums are done. Guitars have begun. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That was our Instagram post, and that was a lot of fun. So, so day two was started. I remember started with a little bit of a. We wanted to run parallel. I I wanted to run parallel amps. I wanted to have the Friedman and the. This is cool because I don't know if anybody really. Not too many people probably know what. Yeah. Amps I run. Discuss your discuss your rig a little bit. I had the so the Telly was there, and I brought the Strat as a backup. Which I don't think I, we ever used the strat. No, sadly. Um, but I had the telly, and I brought my Friedman Dirty Shirley, which is a forty watt JTM circuit, Marshall circuit, into a two twelve vintage thirties close back, and Big. and a nineteen sixty nine Fender Twin reverb, eighty watt, and silver face. And I really wanted to run a wet dry between the, the Fender and the um, the Friedman. However, trying to do that through my pedal board running in stereo like that just didn't. I kept getting this. I get this weird buzz. One of my pedals somewhere has got something that just it like loop surge loops or something right. like power, and it just doesn't. It it makes the amps buzz. One of them. Mm. 
So we didn't end up getting to do that, but it was okay. Um, I think it led for cool, cool tones in general. But like, yeah, so it was the Friedman, and then I ran my pedal board. I had the, I had a really nice overdrive Dumbeloid pedal from Shin Music that is now broken. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I did not take care of that pedal, but uh, uh, then use that. And but a lot of pretty much everything, guitar wise, rhythm wise, was just the Friedman. Yeah, I think the only one we used the uh, thirty four was uh, for when fire dies. And some and, well, and some guitar parts in uh, I know in Love Games, the beginning of the, the beginning oh, of the first right. verse. That's, that's right. That's like super lush, like yeah. clean chords. And the one riff that. Into the yeah. two step, that was yeah. the only two times, and then and then uh, uh and uh, I know we use it on more, we we way more because uh, uh, there's a the acoustic part in Muse is doubled with an electric. That's true. Playing through the twin, and in Prove a Point, there's the second verse. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Anyway. Ba- basically everything that wasn't high gain right. was pretty much through the. Yeah, the and twin. Th- th- funny uh, the only and then and then the, the RG was there for in my head. That was the only humbucker guitar on the record. Yeah. And it's only on one song, yeah, which is funny. Um, but yeah, so guitars were second day, and then I think from then on out, it was just kind of a combination of tracking the acoustic songs, doing a little bit more like ad lib yeah. guitar parts, vocals, harmony, harmonies, and vocals were pretty much towards the end. Yeah, because yeah. once we got done with the the drums and guitar, it was pretty much you just set a mic somewhere in the room and you mm-hmm. can track vocals or acoustic. Right. And like we could do that kind of, we didn't have to do a lot of changing our recording setup right. for and what we wanted to do. Man, talking about, talking about going back, bouncing back a little bit to uh, drums being tracked. Listen to Muse and imagine yeah. tracking that drum, the, all those, all those parts, listen to the cymbal, me- like listen to the cymbals in the top end, listen to everything that the kid's doing and imagine tracking that with uh, virtually no music behind it. Yeah. And yeah, that and one was wild because we overdubbed your drums. You mm. you did one where it was just like all toms, and yeah. then one you just going crazy on the cymbals. Yeah, we had a two there was like takes. A, yeah, two takes on the cymbals, and mm. one had that really cool poly rhythm in it. Yeah, listen real close. Called, but listen real cool. close <laughs> to that uh, the hats and the ride. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 I uh, still. So, here we go. We're getting into the stuff that maybe it's like in retrospect. Afterwards, after listening to the whole record now, I still wish that I would have put a backbeat at the end of that. Yeah. You know, just to give it a little bit more movement. But that's just like, that's such a small thing that I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done that. I think it would have been really weird if we didn't have stuff like that individually about about everything on the record afterwards. I mean, because that shows growth. Yeah, and I mean that's because like I can't wait for this whatever whatever we put out next. Wh- who knows what it'll be? Yeah. But it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be in ten years. It's gonna be uh, <laughs> one of those days. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, the uh, next uh, Fence record is gonna sound. It's gonna be a Limp Biscuit cover record. That's what it's gonna be. Wow. <laughs> I'm ready for that. We just gotta get Coda talking more like a tool, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I took both pills. Now get him a big red hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Nah. Uh, but the record was fun. Record was a good, good thing for us, and I think it showed a lot of our potential. Big. Yeah. It brought us so much closer. Obviously, it's gotten <laughs> attention from our friends and family, and that's all that matters. We to appreciate me. that. Uh, that support. I know. I want to touch. We we got a question on this on our uh, social medias about wanting to know the. Backstory behind the name of the record. Yeah, the, the most of this is on you. Like it's yeah, this is the so <laughs> technically it's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean. It's not a real word. It's not a real word. Not a real word. Really? Nope. Not not technically. It's two. It's two real world word. Two real worlds. Two real yeah. real words fused together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we were in the we were in this room that we're in now, and uh, we we're trying to. I don't know. We do this thing where we just start spouting out ideas, and then eventually one hooks. Yeah. But um, you know, Coda had these songs that were mostly about uh just freaking tough stuff in relationships that is very complicated, or seems complicated. But Coda has a really really good way of of simplifying those things and putting them into a introspective you know way. Relatable. It sounds really cool. It's very relatable. But uh, I was sitting here trying to think of, like, you know, what 
what could what, what, what could what, the record what be? word like sums that yeah theme? with or all what, of these songs in yeah. mind and that idea being the main theme of the record um because there was probably i think there was probably only like roughly six or seven guaranteed tracks we had at yeah. that point mm-hmm. before the record title was come up with yeah and I, I was really thinking about you know the the complicatedness of all that stuff and I guess I guess it relates to astrophysics. That's yeah. that's where the idea is 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 that it's complicated. Right. It's like the old saying. It's like oh, what's what, what's something that uh, rocket scientists like like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, astrophysics. Yeah. That, something, something like that. Genius. Unnecessarily complicated. So yeah, yeah. It's like just just equations and all kinds of crazy yeah. shit. And yeah. then physiology for me relates to the the um, the physical. What being about the life. simple, the physical nature of it, and and With how. Them. Something so complicated can really be dumbed down to something simple, and that's a lot of the a lot of things in life too. You know, yeah. I think we get in our heads, huh, <laughs> um, and I'm in mine. question a lot and think that a lot of stuff is really complicated. When when you look at it, if you dumb it down, it's yeah. like we're all just here, yeah, right. just yeah. vibing, you know, just, <laughs> just trying to get through. So yeah, we we knew we had that. That space theme, that concept between those two relatable yeah. ideas, relationships being things that can get nasty, difficult, hard to deal with, astrophysics being something that's really hard to understand as well. But at the end of the day, the answers are all right in front of you. You just got to yeah. look at it. <laughs> so it's, it was really a kind back. of a – it's funny because it's really just a dumb idea that we made sound really extravagant. <laughs> and I can't remember. I think either <laughs> – you, you wrote the song yeah, I can't remember if you coined were, it. You either went somewhere or you sta- I, you were here or whatever, but I, I was like – I was like, man – I'm going to write something for that word. You know, yeah. I, I want to write a title track essentially, but at the time it, it, it's it's not really the it's the title track cuz it's called that, but it's not really the title track, you know, yeah. like it, it stands on its, it's own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and cuz initially, I mean, this is something that maybe not a lot of people know or anybody knows that, that we were originally astrophysiology wasn't going to be titled. It yeah. was just going to be outro yeah, yeah. on the record. You were going to have to listen to it to hear me say it to know, "Oh, fuck, there's the but, uh, There's a connection. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like, man, I'm gonna, I want to write. So I sat down and like literally, I mean, this is, we already were planning to track. Like we had dates set and stuff like that. And I was like, man, what if I wrote something to sum up the record? And that's, you know, that's the, uh, the it's almost like conspiracy. Yeah, that, just that's like definitely the most like straightforward. Once you know the meaning of the record and you go back and listen to that song, it's like, Oh yeah, that's obviously mm-hmm. what they're talking about. Just second yeah. guessing, yeah. being nervous, not understanding, being hurt. Also, props yeah. to you for fitting the word astrophysiology <laughs> into a rhyme scheme. Yeah. Well, man, that, I, that's that's a power. The move. hardest. I word love. To <laughs> I, I love space. Like <laughs> that. That is a power. I move. love space, and so it was really cool. I, I was. I had a lot of uh, excitement, passion behind it. Which, if you know, all y'all are creators and, and and writers specifically know that that is what helps you get something done. If you're right. excited, you're passionate about it. Writer's blocks way harder to get in your way, right. you know, and and so that's I mean that that song wrote itself. I mean I, that song was written in less than two hours, that you know, uh, and 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 that was the f- my favorite my favorite probably lyrics I've it's up there for me yeah. would be the uh, she's up past the ozone like that whole that whole just like all those metaphors about because mm-hmm. that that's where that's where the con- the concept of the whole record is really thrown in because right. it's comparing this. Relationship yeah. to literally space stuff and not getting it, yeah. you know. Yeah, and Cody did a really good job about taking that whole idea and just poeticizing it. it yeah. you Thank know? you. Thank you. And uh, I think that's really cool. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's our that that was a little bit of backstory in the record. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to ask you something juicy. To me? Uh, yeah, not too juicy. Oh. Um, make it juicy. I just want to. I want to reflect. On some of the times when Fletcher went a little too hard in the paint, and <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you know, I want to go back to the time when you lost your keys because, and the reason the reason I want to talk about this is because I just, you lost just my recently keys. you guys bonded on this, and is so that, that this is something that I feel like we can connect on. <laughs> However, y'all might have been in slightly <laughs> different headspaces. Is the title of this episode going to be Fletcher lost his Fletcher <laughs> loses <laughs> lost? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but y'all were in y'all were in slightly different headspaces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, I ha- I wasn't in a headspace. No. <laughs> like, Fletcher he wasn't did, here. I, I was out of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Yeah, let's go back to that that fateful night. Oh, what God. where what venue was this at? This was uh, it. Should we say a venue? Yeah, we we, we say yeah we played yeah. there. Yeah, we had a great time. A, what was it? It was this was at Harry A's in St. George Island, Florida, right near Apalachicola. Yes. For those yep. of you that don't know, yeah. and this place, uh, if you, I mean, obviously most people will not know, but this place uh, had a uh, band house for us to stay at so that like, we didn't like, have to drive like, home uh, like uh, the upstairs floor of the building was you the walk through house. the restaurant right. you go under a palm tree and then there's these wooden dilapidated death traps <laughs> that you walk up into this uh yeah band pad yeah <laughs> and so it was really nice because you could go from the gig and and drinking that night to your bed and at this time yeah, it did what so was the bar tab it, it didn't help that the the, bar, the band tab was like think they gave us like 250 dollars per ridiculous. night and was how many was it w- w- i believe was was senior boyd blackman with us yes on he this was one? Yeah. yeah it was four of us the guitar so player we drank a lot and still didn't fill the tab oh no, no. i don't well, think we and, ever came and close ate. and we ordered food and yeah. still didn't feel, fill it and like so i mean they were just setting you up for disaster this like giving, one, one giving a band <laughs> this much freedom and money to blow on alcohol and food and Sweet. then like no risk because you're sleeping upstairs yeah, you're driving. you don't have to drive no, you and just got to be able to walk. Yeah. Which Fletcher was the hardest part. Uh, <laughs> I had I had trouble walking up the stairs. I can't imagine yeah. Fletcher. Oh clearly, clearly. Uh, but this is I mean this is this is funny too because this is one of, this is one of the first fence shows too. Uh, uh, near near the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so it, so was, we, it was actually the week after the Ryan Waters band oh, right. uh, debacle. Okay. Because we like were originally we going to play there as the Ryan Waters band, and it fell apart, so we had to like tell them that hey, Fence is coming. <laughs> Fence, we're it's same, basically the same band, just different music. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're but uh, but it, so it was a <laughs> it was a fun fun gig, but uh, Fletcher got a little a little faded as uh, one and, with uh, a two hundred and fifty dollar so bar tab. You lost your keys. Obviously, we've what? already said that. But how? Dude, I don't – I mean, I guess they just fell out. Like, at the time, I had a lanyard uh, that mm. just, like, hung down to my knee. Yeah. And I was getting ready to go up to the band room, and I realized I didn't have my keys. And I was like, oh, my God. Somebody's like – let, well, for, first of all, I was like, let me let me check. Let me check, like, my 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 path from the stage up to the band room. Like, everywhere I'd been. That, that, that was easy enough for you to, to remember. Yeah. You I could like, grab – I know where I just walked. Yeah. And, and I, I don't want to preface – the cool part about Harry A's is, is is they they were a bar that you know we play and then they would close we would end and then the bar was still open. We weren't we weren't you know this trashed while we were playing obviously. No, we're not. We're, we're <laughs> professional to some degree. To yeah. some degree, <laughs> most of the fun came after the gig. You right? need yeah. a little lubrication to, to you know to get to get loose in front of yeah. in front of the crowd. But but the, we, but the place would stay open for another like two hours after we finished playing. So and that's we had plenty party of, time for yeah, us. Exactly. <laughs> we're like we're off now. Yeah, <laughs> clocked yeah, out. Time to we were pounding water moccasins and <laughs> yeah. All kinds of, all so, kinds of good so, shots. I want, I want to, I want to hear you talk about the cop <laughs> when you were looking for your keys. Okay, yeah. so like, and when you texted my, my, me, my thought. So backing up a little bit, my thought was, okay, somebody snatched my keys out of my pocket. Just, Obviously, they, they just like grabbed my lanyard because I was like, I was probably stumbling around. They're like, maybe I can get this dude's keys. Like, <laughs> he, he won't notice. Obviously, that's yeah. That's like, what happened. I, I mean, if I was a car thief, <laughs> I was an easy target. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so my my first thought was like, okay, somebody stole my keys. I'm just gonna wait out by my car <laughs> until <laughs> until the club closes. And some bitch that stole my car or stole my <laughs> keys is gonna come out here, and I'm gonna be waiting. I'm gonna be waiting. <laughs> Y'all had already gone upstairs and gone to bed. We, well, we were just we were just like, I was like, man, I wonder where Flusher is. And and, yeah. and, the, and I just sat there like arms crossed, leaned up against my car, like. <laughs> Barely holding it together, <laughs> and uh, I started thinking about. It. I was like, "Man, what if this guy's like bigger than me?" <laughs> which is which is likely because I'm a tiny boy. <laughs> which is likely. <laughs> so I text Coda, knowing full well he's asleep. I'm like, "Hey, man, I might have to fight somebody. Can you come downstairs?" <laughs> I'm upstairs. <laughs> I get this text message, and I'm I, like, I nobody's were, around, by the way. No, <laughs> nobody is around. I think you were asleep already, or something. Dude, I, I was. I got no response. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I looked at my phone and I saw that, and I was like, dude, I'm there's I'm gonna yeah. So Fletcher wants me to stumble down these stairs. <laughs> All right, who wants it? I'm ready. Let's get them, Fletcher. And, like, uh, like there's no I was gonna do shit. So like. <laughs> 
anyway, the night goes on and like the venue starts getting ready to close. People are leaving, and uh, I don't see anybody yet. It's it's probably like three thirty in the morning. Like the cops are kind of like herding everybody out, like just kind of escorting, making sure everything's <laughs> safe. And this cop's like walking down between the like the cars in the parking lot, flashlight. shining his flashlight, just making sure like everything's okay. Yeah. And there's he Fletcher. Get, he gets to my car. And he's just like, "You all right, man?" Like, yes, sir, officer. I'm doing. I'm doing. Yes, I'm doing officer. Fine. Looking for my keys. And I'm just. You're I'm, just. Stand- I'm just standing, leaning up against my car. He's like, "There's no sh- light." Yeah, he there. shines the light down on the ground. He's like, "You having any luck?" I was like, "No, sir." <laughs> In one spot. And uh, no, like, sir. dude, you had to be there for like 20 minutes. I was standing by my car for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I, because it was it was between like two. Or so, which, which is when y'all went upstairs. And like I said, like I waited until everybody left, which was like three thirty, four in the morning. Yeah. The cops, the the crew, everybody was gone. And I was like, "Well, if I wake up and my car is stolen in the morning, I'll, I guess I'll just figure it out." I, don't know. Like, I give up. They can have it. Yeah, like I'm just tired. You I'm, just I'm, yell into the darkness. Take it. Too tired. Too drunk to deal with this. Like. Yeah. After an hour and a half, and then yeah. you you ended up finding them the next morning. Right? Yeah, I found them the next morning. Somehow, they had fallen out of my pocket and fell through the stairs that go up to the band room. The only reason I saw them was the lanyard. Yeah, that yeah. had like had some colors on it. So the whole reason I thought the keys got stolen were the only like say the thing that <laughs> saved the day <laughs> in the end. And uh, literally. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff, man. Much, much funnier, keys much is funnier never than fun. uh, than Jake's Jake's instance. Yeah, yours, well, yours just sucked. Yeah, <laughs> at uh, least you didn't. It, you didn't drive the th- however what two hours home it was or three. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, three it, it took yeah. me most of the next day to find them because like I woke up, we went mm-hmm. downstairs, and I ordered a pitcher of water that you carried around for the day. I, I carried the pitcher like oh, my like it was my. It child. had a straw in it. Yes. Yeah. I carried it like it was my child. I protected it at all costs. Shout out to Harry A's for letting that go down. Yeah, for real. Yeah. They just gave me a pitcher of water. She um, said, you just got to give it back. Which I did. You did. But, uh, yeah, I was trying to recover and eating a uh, shrimp quesadilla out, out on the back deck. Good stuff. For mm-hmm. lunch. And, uh, it was a very, uh, very, um, it was a nice vibe there. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's cool. Very, they, very they, had, they had some good food. I was enjoying Very Florida. It was, yeah, very, I, I, yeah, I, was in, like I was enjoying my quesadilla, and I just, like, I'm talking to one of you guys, and I hear just like a, like a splat. And I look down on my plate, and a seagull or some kind of waterfowl <laughs> 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 took a kamikaze dump <laughs> on, right on my plate, like I was target practice or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I was, it, it was just, gold. It, it was just, just a bad weekend, me. man. I, w- I was already down, and life was just like, you know what? You don't deserve this quesadilla. Yeah, dude. Oh man, dude, that was so funny. A lot of a lot of funny times at Harry A's, man. That was a yeah. that was a cool show. Well, like I said, a lot of funny times with Fletcher. Yeah, specifically. Uh, I never had Fletcher, crazy. Fletcher is an unsuspecting. You would never don't, guess. Don't it. tell people this. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not mom. Tell them everything. <laughs> yeah. But Fletcher's fun, man. Fletcher is a special fun guy. person. I don't. I don't act <laughs> crazy often, way. but like once or twice a year, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Listen, when you know Fletcher, like Jake and I know Fletcher. <laughs> when, you get, when you get Fletcher on Jello shots. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh. And he, we've been to a couple parties at your house where you've made those and. Yeah. I don't mean to we've had fun indoctrinate ourselves, but we've <laughs> ran from the police at Fletcher's. <laughs> we ran from the police to that find were not coming to us. We weren't running from the police. Yeah, our, our party was our party at my apartment was just way too loud that we assumed the police were coming to my, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. apartment. So everybody just dipped into the bushes behind the police. Yeah. They won't find us here. <laughs> Man, but we have yeah. some fun moments. You know, it, it was funny though, because y'all hid so well, but the one thing that gave you away was the vape cloud <laughs> that just rose out of the bushes like you dumbass. <laughs> oh my god, it looks like the, I think it's on fire. <laughs> I think that bush is catching fire. You see like over the fence like yeah. Are we good? <laughs> Can we come? Yeah. Fletcher called me. He goes, dude, did y'all did y'all have a cop scare? And I was like, Yeah. He's like, dude, they yeah, they you can come back. They weren't coming for yeah, us. Yeah, they, they didn't bother. So I'm pretty sure we walked up into your your apartment. And we're like, all right, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> then we, then we left. Yeah, that was enough. Fun but uh, we have some good times, man. Some wild times. 
we're the boys. Yeah, we got, we, we and I, I feel like all the all that stuff just like it helps the music. Oh, it does. It, in, a, in a weird 100%. way, like if 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 you're in a band, like for any other musicians out there, and you just don't have like the camaraderie and like. You just gotta like go out and do stupid things and have experiences yeah, you with have your to. with your with your crew and those like it, it tightens up the chemistry. 100%. Yeah, those those experiences that we have are the reason why I don't want another bass player or <laughs> yeah. another or another person or, in the band. Know, it's right, because yeah. I've gone through that shit with Fletcher. Right. Yeah, and, and <laughs> directly and, responsible. And there's just I mean there's nothing funnier, man. Come on, dude. Like, man, we've had some good times, Fletcher. We hope yo, yo. that we get you on another time. No, I would yeah, love to be Obviously, on whenever we're gonna get you on some more. You we be. hope that uh, everybody has enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Um, fence po on the fence. <laughs> Fletcher, anything you'd like to plug? Your studio. Uh, this yeah. camera, that camera. <laughs> Let them know what you got going on. Uh, yeah, my studio is uh, Evergreen Records on Facebook. Uh, Evergreen Recording Studio on Instagram. It, Evergreen Records was already taken. <laughs> much much by to the my way, dismay. I will buy your. He will. He will buy your tag. Yeah, if, so if the guy up. who owns Evergreen Records is listening, like, sell me that at <laughs> five thousand bucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it. Um, oh yeah, the only other thing I would ass. normally plug is Fence, which seems redundant yep. at this point. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Fence, you can find that on Spotify and Apple Music. Yep. We have a podcast now. If you didn't know that by the end of this, after um, an hour of listening, <laughs> after an hour of listening, I would hope you'd know that. Yeah. Um, do we have any big gigs coming up uh, soon? Oh, uh, let me see. I know we're yeah. playing. Uh, we play Rain next month. Yes, March eleventh um, and twelfth that weekend. We got um, a couple other little things coming up here and there. But we're going to uh, be in Tuscaloosa, you know, Birmingham over the next. Yeah, we couple we months. actually uh, are playing with Thompson Square. This coming oh, weekend, yeah. which is like a, they were they were pretty big a couple of years ago in the like modern pop country scene, Natural which scene. is yeah, which is kind of sick. They're uh, they're doing a little acoustic show and we're playing after them. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. pretty cool stuff. They, yeah, they they uh, you know they hit up fence and they yeah, asked yeah if, they're, if they're legit. Like <laughs> their uh, their manager asked like the venue person was like, hey, do you get know anybody who would be down to do this? And they recommended us, so we're hmm. like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Here we are. Well, yeah, be sure to uh, check us out on all our social medias. Come uh, catch a show if you're at close. Fence the band on all of those. We love and, you. And uh, we, we keep updated you. on all the shows that we got going on and new new content. So be sure to check that out. We love you guys. And uh, we'll catch y'all later. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye, y'all.